You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. And today we have a very special guest with us today. We have um, Ashley Franks, the executive assistant at the Long Church in Denver, and also Matt's wife. And uh, <laughs> Ashley, we're glad to have you today. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Um, Matt, kick us off. What are we doing today? So for the last few weeks, we've been talking about... Um, the Lord's prayer and what it means, uh, to you. And so, um, Ashley and I've been kind of having these conversations about how the last couple of weeks of the podcast have kind of, uh, meant for her. And so as we were kicking around people to, to bring on, I thought it'd be good to have that conversation with Ashley, uh, well, at least you and Ashley and maybe me, uh, <laughs> but, uh, we, you know, we thought we'd do that. And so Ashley, as you think about the Lord's prayer, what are some things that, um, come to mind for you? I've been thinking about this for like the last two weeks after listening to one of your guys' podcast. And I kind of had two different thoughts that came to mind of what it's meant to me. One's very, very big picture and one's very personal. Um, the big picture was, oh, two appointments ago when we were in Locust Grove, one Sunday morning, I were standing there and we were coming up on the time when we we're going to say the Lord's Prayer in service. And for whatever reason, I don't know what prompted my mind to do this, but I started thinking you know, it's interesting. This is a prayer that multiple denominations use on a Sunday worship service. And so I think at that moment, I thought, you know, it's interesting right now, different churches in our community right now are going to say this this morning. And then my head went super big and thought, you know, not just the country, but around the world, people are using this prayer as part of their Sunday morning worship. So at some point this day, People are saying this as they know it. I mean, yes, there might be little phrases that are different, little words that change, but the essence of the prayer is still there. And they're saying it in their language. And I thought, you know, that's beautiful. And not only is it beautiful to think as I'm saying it right now, in my community, in my my church, all over the world, they're saying this. And I thought, it's what an amazing way to connect us. You know, it connects us as Christians all across the world through this prayer, because we all kind of claim it in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, that was kind of the first thought. I thought, you know, that's something that comes to mind like over and over since that day during church when we say it, how we're connected to people. And, and in a time and a place when we've been isolated because of the pandemic, I think it's it's kind of beautiful to have that mindset of, oh, this is something that connects me to a bigger picture. This is something that connects me to multiple people, to people around the world. And just the thought of people saying it in their own language. I mean, to me, that's the most beautiful sound I can imagine is all of us saying it as we know it. That's the phrase you always say. And I love that because we may know it differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. No, I, I think that's really cool. That was something that was something I got to experience at um, Youth Youth 2015 mm. uh, when we were there having truly... Uh, a global youth event 
and having different voices and languages present. Uh, and I think we, I think Matt and I experienced this in the Philippines too, had moments where, uh, whether it was scripture, uh, but especially the Lord's Prayer, uh, the invitation to say it in your native tongue um, mm -hmm. or a language that you're comfortable with. And it is, that is a really, it's a, a powerful experience, right? Mm -hmm. And one that I think that we often, just in our, our little bubbles of church and community and context miss out on sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so that's a really profound way, uh, just moment to be like, oh yeah, hey, this is how we're all connected, right? Mm -hmm. um, we, we did a little bit of that last week in World Communion Sunday, if you, uh, mm -hmm. I, know, I know Matt celebrated that <laughs> and mentioned it as well. Just that moment of like, oh, we all, we're all in this together, right? Mm -hmm. Regardless of the things that, that are different, that divide us, that that's, you know, that we're different in theology and context and all the things it's there, there are things like communion and the Lord's prayer that bring us together uh, and remind us that regardless of any of that, we are connected. Right. Yeah. And what a beautiful way, what a beautiful reminder of that in the Lord's prayer. Cause I think there's nuance and cadence and things regardless of language that if you're just listening, it's there. We, we know the prayer, right. Mm -hmm. um, that, that really bring that out. That's super cool. Um, talk to me about, um, so I, I would like to hear your perspective, uh, sitting in a service in which your husband leads, right? Mm -hmm. um, how has the Lord's Prayer been, and I think you touched on it a little bit, but um, been, a, been a space for you and something that you sit in all the time, church every week that your husband leads, right? Mm -hmm. um, how has the Lord pray, Lord's Prayer been been influential or meaningful in, in that way for you as a clergy spouse? As somebody who is, there's an expectation, right? <laughs> That's true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think of like the best thought on that one. I mean, when Matt's leading worship, I'm very focused on the worship. Mm -hmm. um, and that is a mindset that I have to kind of come in with. Um, versus it just being my husband and listening to my husband, I'm, I'm focused on the worship element of it. Um, and I think that allows space in the worship experience for me to receive something from it, um, by having that focus. Right. Um, but the Lord's prayer itself, I mean, there was a time, I don't know if you've ever, there's okay. There's an app called daily prayer. And if you're someone who came from a tradition that has like the daily offices, you know, morning prayer, noonday, end of day, Compline, which I did, um, it guides you through that, depending on which part of the day it is. And one of the things it did during the part of the Lord's Prayer, because every single one of them, you you say Lord's Prayer, it, it broke it down in chunks. Mm. And after each chunk, it guided you into like deeper prayer, personalizing it. Um, and this is something I've been doing for about a year. Um, so, you know, like our father who art in heaven, how be thy name. Okay. This is a time to give your praise to God and share your gratitude. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. This is your time to not only ask for God's will to be done right now, but to use me as a way to do God's will. Give us this day our daily bread, provide for my needs. And you know, your needs, so you can be specific on what your needs might be. Forgive our trespasses. I mean, I know those are weird words. <laughs> Usually when you say trespass, you think of like, oh, no, someone's on your property and they're not supposed to be on your property. Um, but if I'm thinking this is a moment for me to confess 
And then this is also a moment for me to ask God to help me forgive someone else. I mean, what a deep, impactful way to go through the Lord's prayer. Yeah. And so I, it's something that in my personal prayer, I really do this. I really draw it out. I'll really pray much more in depth through the pieces. But even as we're saying it corporately, my head's doing that. I mean, it's a little bit harder because you say it fast when you're with everybody because you have to. I mean, everybody's saying it. So there's no, you can't slow it down and say, okay, pause for five seconds here. But, (laughs) (laughs) but my head can be thinking that as I say the prayer. So no matter who's leading the prayer, whether it's Matt or if it's a liturgist or if it's Reverend Sarah or, you know, whoever, my head can still focus on that. So, I mean, to me, I know the Lord's prayers words are kind of archaic and old and people have a tendency to get lost in the thou and, <laughs> and many have changed it to your, and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a lot of beauty if you allow yourself to focus on what you're really saying um, and you allow yourself to personalize it. You know, I know my need today is please God provide this need, which allows you to put your trust in God in that moment that's powerful that's something that is more than just saying it out of routine saying it out memorizing it it's praying it (laughs) in a deep way and it's been I mean for the last year it's been impactful I used to do it during my lunch break because I had a tendency to eat at my desk um and so I kind of hide a little I do the upper room devotion (laughs) and then I'd go through the prayer and I didn't really want people to see I was doing it um but that's where my mind was. My mind was praying through that. And it kind of gave me that break in the middle of the day from whatever I was doing to focus my mind on God for a moment and to really have a deep prayer. So, I mean, that's why I, I think there's a lot of beauty in the Lord's prayer because it can, it can guide you in that way. Um, it connects us with others, but it can guide us in our own personal prayers as well. Well, I also say that it's the prayer that like, if you don't know what to pray, it's the best prayer to pray because we know it. Um, even if we get it wrong or, you know, I mean, I mean, I confess there's been several times in worship I've gotten the words wrong just because 100%. it's always in front of me. <laughs> it happens. Uh, I mean, I remember the times in Lucas Grove, it was on a big screen and I would, uh-huh. I would be kneeling at the rail and it would be right there and I still would muff it. And, um, but I think that that's where um, having that understanding of it, that it can be used in those those times of need when we need something to mm-hmm. say and we don't know what to say mm-hmm. um i think that that's helpful and we've kind of talked about that uh, throughout this series and and i and i think one of the things that ashley highlights is is like that there is even though there are you know there's definitely some barriers that can be there for language yeah. you know we think about mm-hmm. just using father, father you know yeah. some traditions use creator mm-hmm. um you know i i think there's you know uh, there is some beauty in, in the original, in some of the original, although we know it's not the original text, English, you know, I mean, traditional uh, and, and the way tradition. that we know it, um, <laughs> you know, I think last week's conversation of debts and debtors, like that kind of mm-hmm. blew my mind a little bit of re- kind of rethinking what that might look like for, um, you know, for future use. Um, but I still think there's value in utilizing it for a sense of comfort. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. like that comfort blanket. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we were joking before we started uh, that there's a certain way that we do the podcast because we're we're the church. And so, like, we don't change. Um, <laughs> and, and the same thing with the Lord's Prayer is that there's some beauty in it, even though it, you know, 
there, you know, there's some things that could be adjusted or fixed, but there's also some beauty in the, in, in the text as we know it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's a, it's a starting point, right? And, and I mean, I think that's where Jesus comes at it in, in the gospels of here's how to pray. Here's how to start, right? Here's, let me teach you this structure and, and, and thing so that you can then go do it. I don't think at any part at all, Jesus says, this is the only way, this is the only prayer, right? Um, it's just a starting point and, uh, maybe even a touchstone back to when we don't have any other words right? When we don't have anything else. Um, and, and yeah, I think, I think you're both right or, or touched on it really well of it's not about getting it right. It's not about doing it perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just about being in that space and being present and whatever prayer it is that we have to pray. Um, and if we muff it, if we leave a line out, if we skip over something, so be it, right? That's the prayer we needed to pray that day. Uh, or if we're Catholic and we don't finish it. they would argue they finished it uh (laughs) that we added to it um yeah no i think it's really interesting and and for me who who often uh has a a a slight list in my my preaching voice um trespasses is really hard i'm big fan of becoming a big fan of debts (laughs) it's easy it's an easier word uh Well, and Tre- I think it's trespasses is, is, is really hard. <laughs> well, you know, the, the forever and ever part always gets me. I always well, just I'm say a, forever. I'm a, I'm a one ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't have but to I say the ever and ever. For, I leave <laughs> space for my siblings who are forever and ever. So. Yeah. Uh, but, and I think that like, it, it definitely can be a cornerstone for prayer. It, I mean, mm-hmm. and it's something we can lean into and, and build off of. It doesn't have to be the end all be all, like we've kind of all have said today. Um, but yeah. I think that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we think about how we utilize it in worship and, and when I lead it, I try to create that attitude. Like we're praying this prayer. We're not saying it. There's a difference. And I, and I said this the other day to someone, there's a difference in saying an affirmation of faith because you're affirming your faith. That's not a prayer. Right. But when you're praying the Lord's prayer, you should pray it like you would pray. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's why I like the slower timber of it when you can get people to move, but it is a, it is a wrecking ball. And so you start oh, it and it just goes and you're done. Yeah. Um, but I, when I lead it, I try to like pull back on it uh, just because I want people to take in those words. Cause to me, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're sacred. They can center us and they can focus us um, on what we need, but also like why we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we are to do. And I think that that's important. That's true. And I think that can be where the beauty of having it written out for you to read it. Because sometimes I think when we say something out of memorization over and over again, mm-hmm. you lose your context, you lose your heart behind it. But when you read it, you're like, oh, I'm focusing on these words right now. Mm-hmm. But that can also, I'm not saying you have to, I'm just saying that it can help make it not so rote, so remote, you know, robot-like. Right. You say it every day. Right. Well, there's some Lectio Divina there, right? When we're when we're reading it over and over again, um, in in yeah, especially in corporate prayer. Um, yeah, I miss the days. I don't say this often, and I won't probably ever say it again. I miss the days before we were super intentional about online worship, uh, because for the Lord's Prayer, I would start it and back away from the microphone, uh, or even mute myself, so that way it wasn't. It was it was all of the voices, right? It was the congregation carrying the prayer rather than following along or feeling like they're following along. 
I love having a child lead it. Oh, absolutely. Well, I just have my kids come up and lead it all the time. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, there's something, it melts those people's hearts. Yeah, yeah it um, does. <laughs> and we, we, were, we were starting to do that at Tahlequah um, before we left. And I wanted, I didn't want it just to be Shanna doing it. I wanted right. more voices to lead. Absolutely. And so we started asking either the liturgist or Shanna or like a child, just so that way it adds some depth to it. Because mm-hmm. uh, it, is, it is definitely foundational. And I mean, really, it's a cornerstone for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I pray consistently. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it's a vital tool. You know, Ashley, as we kind of wrap up today, is there anything mm-hmm. else that you want to um, say about the Lord's Prayer? Hmm. <laughs> I said the big thoughts I had on it. But I think <laughs> it's one of those things where I say, give it a chance sometimes let it be a guide. I, I love that you kind of said it's a starting point. Cause that's, I figured so many things as that. Um, but that's how I almost view the Lord's prayer as a guide. It can guide my prayer life. It can guide my depth. It can guide what I'm saying. And if I don't have anything else to say in those moments, I can just say those words. Yeah. Um, as you know, it, there's so many variations, you know, and that's fine. That's the beauty of, um, what's around today, you know, um, but it, it can be something that can be impactful if you allow it to be impactful. I almost want to do the the song, the guide my feet <laughs> while I run this race. That just came up. We're going to have to, we're going to have to get a copyright on this. Uh, <laughs> I only did like three seconds of it. Uh, uh, we'll do the CCLI uh, for today. <laughs> Actually, it would be the other one, but uh, yeah. Um, you know what? Um, thank our listeners for listening today and thank Ashley for, for jumping in and, and coming and being a part of us today. Um, it's always good to have you on and maybe we do need a new do. It's been a while. It's been about five years since we've done a clergy spouse yeah. thing. Uh, maybe it's time we do that again. And uh, thank you for being on today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Anytime. So for our listeners, I encourage you to go to our website at beardedtheologians.com and check out all of our all of our great content and all of, you know, you can buy some gear because it's coming up upon Pastor Appreciation Month in October. Uh, it is here. And so buy your pastor some appreciation gifts of Bearded Theologians gear. Uh, and then, uh, you know, with Christmas coming up as well, you can also just go ahead and order some more for Christmas and uh, have plenty of stuff for you to share for your pastor. Uh, so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Happy birthday, Mom. Thanks for checking us out. Nice. It's my mom's birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did. I want you to subscribe and like this video. And put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.